The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... live under the constant threat of unknown danger. Certainly few of us would choose to do so. Is a man brave or a fool if he actually seeks out peril? Today, a true story of a man always in the shadow of death, for he is a member of that elite corps called the secret agent, acknowledged the most hazardous profession on earth. Mr. Churchill. Yes, what is it? I am Pierre Brojolet, French intelligence. And this is Wing Commander Forrest Thomas. Ah, yes. Special operations. De Gaulle was telling me. You two are to be dropped over France to make monkeys out of the Nazis. What do you wish? To know if you've decided to go ahead with it. Now I ask you. Two men who wish to risk their lives to shorten the war. I can tell you this. The king's first minister is not going to stand in your way. Go to it, and I hope you land on your feet. Our mystery drama, The White Rabbit, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by James Agate, Jr., and stars Norman Rose. It is sponsored in part by Pinnacle Books. I shall return shortly with Act One. Civil War, a time of tragedy and triumph, heartbreak and heroism. From this turbulent era of our great American heritage emerges the proud, passionate saga of one family, their plantation and their dreams. Windhaven's Bounty by Marie Desjardins, the ninth book in the best-selling Windhaven saga, Windhaven's Bounty. New from Pinnacle Books, Windhaven's Bounty, wherever paperbacks are sold. It's holiday baking time. Time to bring home the butter and flour and sugar and get out the rolling pin. Time to get to Jewel. Because this week Jewel has butter on sale. And somehow nothing tastes better than things baked with butter. Imagine delicate almond crescents. Then bake them with butter from Jewel. Picture creamy shortbread cookies. Baked till they just start to brown. Then covered all over with sprinkles. It's time for Yule Logs, Candies, and Gingerbread Men. Time for Fruit Breads. Time to bring home the butter from Jewel. Come on in. You'll find quartered, lightly salted, or unsalted Land O'Lakes butter. It's just $1.79 for a one-pound package. And through Wednesday, Jewel's own Hill Farm butter in the bright yellow one-pound box is just $1.59. Starting your holiday baking, bring home the butter from Jewel. Jewel, for a simply delicious Christmas.
last world war, and I say that hopefully, there were many who died and many who dared. Among the most venturesome was the secret Allied agent known as the White Rabbit. To begin our tale, let me take you to his hutch, which, as of this moment, is unfortunately high in the sky over France, in a parachute, floating down over German gunfire. Bad luck. I hope the others who bailed out ahead of me got away. Now, if I I could head for that open spot... Snap the buckles. Oh. oh, what have I done to my back? Slowly. Easy. Now, I can just turn a little and undo the main buckle. Oh, I can't reach it. You up there in that tree. Aviator, we have our guns aimed at you. Come on down. I'd like to oblige you, but I can't. I'm trapped in my parachute. Then we shall have to come up and get you. I can say without exaggeration, there isn't a German prison camp I can't escape from. I've done it a few times, and I dare say there'll be more times. I speak German and French fluently, so disguises are possible. A little wheeling, a little dealing, a little wall climbing, and some fast sprinting. And by Christmas 42, I was out of prison and back in London. Mm. Your name is Thomas, is it not? Yes, General Decor. Wing Commander Forrest Thomas, RAF. British Special Operations recommended you for a job. You speak French and German. I spent all my younger days in Paris. And then when the Nazis invaded France, I returned home and joined the RAF. Yes, I know. I have your dossier in front of me. You seem to have a knack for escaping. Yes, and also one for getting captured, I'm afraid. For the misfortunes of war. This is our problem, Thomas. France is invaded, but not on its knees. The Nazis are finding out one cannot guillotine every Frenchman. As long as he keeps his head, he still has his heart. And that is defeating him. You understand? I'm afraid not, General. At heart, the French want to resist the occupiers. But every Frenchman is such an individualist. Resistance is not effective. Yes, I've run across that. Every Frenchman believes only he knows how to win the war. And he's going to do it alone. I have been broadcasting here from London, urging the various clandestine organizations to work together. It's like advising one's own children. It falls on deaf ears. Now, do you understand? Yes, I'm beginning to. You see, you advise your eldest son what to do for his own good and the good of the family. And then you tell the second son. And the third. You instruct your daughters. But nothing comes of it. They may be your flesh and blood, but they don't know how to obey instructions or work together. Uh, your analogy concerns the French resistance group. They are pulling apart. They are hurting France. Uh, look, look at these reports. Bordeaux. A bomb placed in a wire factory taken over by the enemy does not go off. A dud. Lille, 
also failed sabotage. The firebombs intended for the gas storage tanks set fire to three farmhouses. The tanks are saved. Le Havre. The entire resistance group is rounded up while waiting for the go-ahead from Paris to blow up the docks. Poor coordination. Poor? None. Could it be... More than lack of cooperation. I mean, are there double agents in our underground? I wish I could believe that. But it's stubbornness. On the one hand, the French communist resistance groups. On the other, true patriots for whom politics is for peacetime. What is my assignment, General? The final word will come from the British. I wanted to see you first myself. I will talk to Winston. I need some special training in codes and ciphers. Parachuting I can do. If Winston agrees, I propose to pair you off with Commandant Pierre Brossolette of our intelligence and to have the two of you dropped into France. We have a good man there near Lyon, a farmer, who will pick you up. He runs our clandestine radio relay. I haven't met the Commandant, but I've heard of him. He broadcasts to the resistance under the name of Commander Passy. I think you and Brossolette are what's needed to organize our underground into a unified fighting force. It's worth a try, no? Yes, sir. There's only one instruction we won't bother to give you. Oh, what is that? How to escape should the Germans capture you. I think you might give us lessons in that. This is the BBC French service calling from London on 34.5 meters. This is the BBC. Keep your radio receivers tuned as low as you can so that no enemy can overhear this broadcast. This is the BBC calling from London. Here now is Commander Passy. Fighters for freedom, this is Commander Passy. This will be a short broadcast. Our general zookeeper is sending you some fine poodle dogs. They will be well trained and you will enjoy them. Pass the word. We will repeat this transmission in one hour from now at exactly 1900 hours on 34.5 meters. Liberty, equality, and fraternity. This is Commander Passy. Jacques, was it all right? Yes, Pierre, it was fine. Thomas, I didn't ask you. What does the engineer say? Pierre, you made no mistake. You said 34.5. In these broadcasts, do you always refer to de Gaulle as general zookeeper? Always. Uh, you know who the trained poodles are, don't you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. We are poodles, pigeons, or rabbits. When peace comes, I'll never look at a poodle, a pigeon, or a rabbit without thinking... Is there some place we could walk around and stretch our legs? Well, the corridor outside... It runs along all the radio booths, and we could walk up and down there. Pierre, let's do it. Jacques? Yes, uh, Commandant Brossolette. The wing commander and I are going to take a little walk up and down the corridor. I'll be back in time for the next transmission. Mr. Churchill is doing a broadcast from the studio next door. You'll find the corridor a little crowded with security. The Prime Minister? Uh, just the man I want to see. The girl keeps saying Churchill hasn't decided yet, and Christmas has come and gone. Yeah, that's true. We're as ready to go as we're going to be. Let's see if the PM believes in starting the new year right. Mr. Churchill? Uh, yes, what is it? I am Pierre Brozolet, French intelligence. I was broadcasting in the next studio, and 
This is Wing Commander Forrest Thomas. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Special operations. Uh, Charles was telling me. You two are to be dropped over France to make monkeys out of the Nazis. <laughs> well, what is it you wait? To know, Mr. Prime Minister, whether you have decided to go ahead with it and when. Well, I... I would say this is the easiest decision I've had to make since I became the king's first minister. Now, you two wish to risk your lives to shorten the war. Far be it from me to stand in your way. Go to it. And I hope you'll land on your feet. Here's the British airplane. Your flashlight three times straight up into the sky. Ah, yes, we wait like that. You hope they see it. Yes, it's there. I'm sure. Uh, one small shot. Two flashes. Look, look. One of them has bailed out. They see the parachute. Ah, boy, here comes the second one. the plane back to England. They're coming down smoothly. Uh, Jean, you watch over towards the hill, and I'll look across the field. Uh, wherever they land, we'll run to them right away. Commander Passy! Oui, oui. Yes, we saw you come down now. Good. Help me fold up this parachute. Yes, very good. Uh, I'm Gabriel. This is Jean. This is Wing Commander Forrest Thomas. Good. Uh, Jean, help the commander fold up his parachute. Good to meet you, Gabriel. Uh, how do we get out of here? Yes, well, we have brought these uh, two extra bicycles. Well, this one's for me. It's a little small for a man my size. Well, it's all we could get. I didn't know the Wing Commander would be such a tall gentleman. I shall manage. Uh, have we far to go? Uh, say, uh, ten kilometers to the safe house. Uh, Commander Passy, Jean and I will lead the way. The road is very bad, and we cannot show a light, so one must be careful. Uh, Gabriel, you can call me Pierre, or Pierre Brojolet. Uh, you are not Commander Passy? On shortwave radio, I am Passy. On a bicycle, I am Pierre. <laughs> ready, Thomas? Yes, as ever I will be. Yeah, we're ready. Well, we start. Uh, uh, try to follow our tracks. Hey, look at me on a bicycle. <laughs> I haven't ridden one of these since I was a boy. Thomas, watch out! Yeah. Thomas, you'll never do ten kilometers by falling off. I didn't choose to. Well, I, I'll try again. Gabriel, Jean, wait for us. Thomas, it's all a question of balance. Yes, I, I may find it easier to walk. If something happens to one of you, Jean and I will try to stop. But we must remember this part of Normandy is full of Germans. So, if we see a patrol, we'll just keep going and wait for you further on. Agreed, huh? agreed. Uh, Thomas, have you figured out what you did wrong? Well, my legs are too long and the wheels are too short. Uh, perhaps I could pedal with my knees. Whatever, just keep going. <laughs> somewhere that Ben Franklin had said, a little neglect may breed mischief. For want of a nail, the shoe was lost. For want of a shoe, the horse was lost. For want of a horse, the rider was lost. And for want of a warning, the battle was lost. Could that happen again? 
It would distress me greatly to learn that the mission had to be aborted because tall Thomas couldn't ride a small bicycle. I shall return shortly with Act Two. Hi, I'm an elf. Yeah, like in Christmas. You know, weather conditions at the pole are brutal on my hair. The reindeer just love it, but frankly, I'd rather be in Tahiti. Well, Valurite pharmacies have something that helps protect against damage done to my hair. During Valurite's Christmas sale, 16-ounce flex shampoos and instant conditioners in a variety of formulas for your type of hair are just $1.69 each. I bought some flex for the big guy, too. His hair's going to be a mess when he gets back home Christmas morning. Find the Valurite nearest you in the yellow pages under pharmacies. Wrap up a beautiful Christmas at Sears with Values for the Kitchen. Now at most Sears retail stores. Save over $55 on a nine-piece cast aluminum cookware set with a silverstone non-stick interior and baked porcelain exterior. Just $79.99. Then for quick cleanup, save $100 on a Kenmore built-in dishwasher with three-level wash cycle. Now just $319.95. For kitchen values at Christmas, you can count on Sears. Minimum savings nationally. Savings based on regular separate prices. Homeowners, businessmen, apartment dwellers, the crime rate in Chicago and the surrounding communities is on the rise. And if you've been burglarized or have a fear of being burglarized, vandalized, or even worse, and you want affordable positive protection for your loved ones and your valuable possessions, Crime Buster urges you to call 228-0900 right now. Learn about the Crime Buster, an affordable new electronic security system that detects the sounds of breaking and entering at all points of entry. The Crime Buster works before, not after the crime has been committed. It sets off flashing lights and a powerful electronic siren which frightens the criminal away before he can commit the crime. Plus, the Crime Buster unit can be equipped to signal an operator to call the police. Unlike other security systems, Crime Buster requires no costly wiring or installation. For a free informative descriptive brochure, call 228-0900 today. Operators are on duty 24 hours a day at 228-0900. You call Crime Busters today at 228-0900 to have that extra peace of mind. February 25th, 3 a.m. Pierre and Thomas arrive by bicycle at the Normandy farmhouse. Clandestine contact is made with all resistance leaders. February 26th, 8 a.m. They are on a local bus bound for Rouen. 4 p.m. They board the Rouen-Paris train. Next morning, 6 a.m., the train arrives in Paris as the two agents discuss plans in the train's washroom. I'll leave first, Thomas, and walk to the rear of the train. We'll meet at midnight tonight at the Clichelle House. All resistance ships will be there. Where are you hiding out today? Well, I have some old friends who used to work at the French radio. I looked them up. In the old days, there was always plenty of wine for visitors. Stand behind the door as I open it. Au revoir. À ce soir. Help! Who are you? What are you doing walking along the Seine at 11 o'clock at night? The embankment is verboten, forbidden. There's a curfew for all civilians. I always walk here at this hour. So do I and my patrol. I haven't seen you here before. Since the streetlights have been turned off and Paris is a dark city, I don't wonder you haven't seen me. I ask you again, what are you doing here? Uh, Colonel. Yeah? Uh, do you see those boats tied up on the Seine? Yeah. 
Those are my boats. I come here every night to make sure they are not stolen. We Germans confiscate, but we do not steal. Your papers, please. Oh, yes, sir. My pleasure. You won't be able to see them in the dark. May I light a match? Ah, yeah, bitter, bitter. Alice, in order, it seems to be in order. Who would be so foolish not to carry the proper identity papers and ration cards in time of war? Uh, uh, good night, gentlemen. Halt! You there! Come back here! I smell trouble. Uh, yes, Colonel. I forgot to return to you your ration book. Here, take it. Good night. Good night. went by and you didn't show up at the warehouse. I knew something was wrong. I was stopped by a patrol. I had to double back in my tracks, go the long way round to Clichy. Those resistance group leaders hate each other's... How do you call it? They they hate each other's guts. Yes. And I thought the meeting went exceptionally well. At least they all finally agreed to work as a team. They realized together they stand, divided they fall. Besides, they're in bad shape. They all need equipment. Guns, ammunition, food, medicine. Of course, and they knew it. If they played it our way, as a combined operation, they had a better chance that the Gaul and Churchill would recognize them as a distinct army. Oh, you made a good point there about standing on a street corner and throwing a bottle of gasoline. That doesn't stop a German tank. Here, there's a German colonel coming this way. He stopped me tonight along the Seine. Ah, monsieur, is this the way you watch over your boats? In a Paris night spot? Uh, Colonel, let me introduce you to Maurice Dulac, a fellow boat owner. Dulac? Uh, Colonel? Uh, Frankly, Colonel, when you assured me your men would never permit stealing, I felt quite safe. You did? You trust us? Because you are a German does not mean that you are not a man of honor. Coming from a Frenchman, that is quite unexpected. Well, the truth is the truth. You may be our enemy at present. You have conquered and invaded France, but the war will not go on forever. And one day there will be peace, and you and I, our countries, must live side by side. I've never thought of it like that. Most Frenchmen detest us. Someday, Colonel, you may come back to Paris with your wife or your sweetheart on a vacation uh, to see the sights, climb the Eiffel Tower. Perhaps Maurice or I will rent you a boat on the Seine. You know, one must look ahead. I salute you. And you, Monsieur Dulac. I haven't said a word. Uh, Maurice, but you agree. A pleasure. Have a nice evening. Uh, bientôt, Herr Colonel. Au Wiedersehen. Au Wiedersehen. Au Wiedersehen. Goodbye. Thomas, you certainly know how to handle these Bosch. Well, it's a game, Pierre. Now, we need a few more days so that all the leaders will actually sign what we agreed to tonight. When the agreement of the resistance leaders is signed, are you taking care of relaying the news to London? Already arranged with my friends at RDF. The message they'll broadcast is all pigeons flying together for the homeland. Do you like it? Very clear. Everyone has agreed to work together. What I like particularly about the wording is when the Germans monitor the transmission, they'll think it has something to do with airplanes or bombers. Ici la radio de fusion français. This is Radio France. Here is a notice for bird lovers. All pigeons are flying together for their home.
Winston, we have received word from our two men in Paris. Mission accomplished. Really? Well, that didn't take long. What do they say, Charles? All pigeons are flying together. Well, I'm happy to hear it. And you must be also. Do you have any further instructions while Thomas and Pierre are still in France? <laughs> no, no. Tell the, uh, tell the poodles to come home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be glad to. You were going to get me a man-sized bicycle. Commander, forgive me. I had planned to do that. I thought you'd be in Paris at least another week. Excuses, excuses. We took three days, which was more than enough. When is the RAF picking us up? No, not at any time. Any time between midnight and three in the morning. Uh, my instructions were, go to the field and wait. Stop. If that's our rescue plane, we'll never get to the field in time. How could it be? It's only ten o'clock. Oh, that's not for us. It's a flying fortress. They'd never sit that down in a cornfield. Well, it's a squadron. A bombing mission returning to England. Uh-oh. One of us in trouble. I can see smoke and flames. Yes. It's coming down. Yeah, so much smoke. I can't see anything. Someone on the ground. He's caught. Oh, he's caught under this piece of the wing. Gabriel, help, help, help me pull him out. Yes, all right. Pierre, where are you? I'm coming. I see him. I see him. I lift the piece of metal, Pierre, and you and Gabriel pull the man clear. Very good. Pull. Pull. Oh, we've got him, Pierre. I'll pick up his legs. Oh, he's alive. Gabriel and I have his arms. Yes. Now, let's run for it and get out of here before everything explodes. This is Radio France. The main item on our weekly talk for bird lovers concerns our ruptured duck. It is having a wing set, and we hope it will soon be ready to fly. What that American pilot would have done if he'd gotten himself clear of the plane, I don't know. He doesn't speak a word of French. His shoulder is in terrible condition. How could he have understood what the local doctor asked him? Uh, uh, Monsieur Thomas, uh, Monsieur Pierre, the Paris radio monitors passed along a message for you. First, let me ask, uh, how is our American pilot? Huh? No, Gabriel, first, what is the message? Well, the same pickup point in the cornfield in 24 hours, if the weather permits. The British are sending two Lysander small planes to airlift you both and the American pilot. How is he, huh? Not good, but not bad. That French doctor friend of yours, he was here. He bound up his shoulder, but he said the sooner we get him to a hospital, the better. Ah, yes, yes. Is he suffering? Oh, not him. He's off his head. He keeps saying, what's all the delay? I want to get back to my squadron. Oh, yes. You see, we hadn't told him that he was the only one who survived the crash. Well, he wants to go on fighting. He's come all the way from the United States. Oh, you think it was his war? Monsieur Pierre... Isn't it? There she comes. They said small, but I didn't think this small. I hope the second plane's right behind her. 
comfort you. Uh, that's all right. Now, let's get this wounded man on board first. Gabriel, uh, help, help him up, will you? Uh, tell me, when is your other plane coming? That's what I'm trying to tell you. He had trouble over the channel and turned back. I came on alone. Well, you can take two. But not three. Somebody better toss a coin. Thomas, you take the plane out with the American pilot. After all, I don't have to pretend to be French. Uh, I'll hang on until the next airlift. Well, you'd better hurry. I see lights coming down the hill. It could be a patrol. Here, I will see that there's a plane to pick you up as soon as I get back. And uh, that message, Gabriel, about the two rabbits you were going to relay on French shortwave? Yes, only one of you is returning on this flight with the wounded pilot. Uh, so should I make that one rabbit? Yes, Gabriel, just one. <laughs> This is Radio France, continuing our talks about the little animals of the forest. You remember we were worried about our one white rabbit. Animal lovers, you'll be glad to hear that our white rabbit has returned to its hatch. <laughs> Mes amis, Hans, let's... Hans, turn off that radio. They must think we're fools. Broadcasting from Paris in the middle of a war about animals and birds. The white rabbit has returned to its hatch. Hans, get me Berlin on the telephone. Come in, Thomas, come in, come in. Don't waste time standing in the door. Your home's safe. Good. Now, I suspected you'd make it. Charles tells me you're an escape artist. Thank you, Mr. Prime Minister. Uh, may I ask one favor? I would like to assist in the rescue of Commandant Pierre Brassolette. Well, I'm afraid not, Mr. Rabbit. Special Operations has already put in a bid for you. Excuse me, sir, but what did you call me? I understand that in France you are known as the White Rabbit. That name has rather captured the fancy of the underground. Well, it's because of the message returning to his hutch and all that. Uh, well, it means also you are marked. We must not assume, as some do, that the German officer is stupid. Therefore, not only the French are interested in the White Rabbit. So, for the present wing commander... I shall recommend that we keep you here. Good day, sir. Thomas, I believe you have seen the Prime Minister? Yes, General de Gaulle, yesterday. And he told you that special operations wanted to keep you here until the right special assignment came along? Well, more or less, sir. That, that was yesterday. Today is today. We have just received word from a Dutch courier who got it directly from Gabriel, our man in Lyon, that Pierre Brossolette has been captured... And imprisoned at Iron. Iron? I know that prison. Uh, General, I know Paris. I want to get him out. I had the same idea. Equip yourself and come see me the day after tomorrow. Paris has changed since the occupation, so you will need a guide to take you past the barricaded streets. We have one. He will be alerted to your arrival. But, General, what about the Prime Minister? He and I are in this together. I shall just have to explain to him how essential it is for the White Rabbit... To once more leave his hutch. It is quite true that the white rabbit, like Cyrano's white plume and the fictional Scarlet Pimpernel, became a symbol of freedom and courage. Whenever his name was mentioned on the air, it caused a stir in both allied and enemy hearts. A great deal of sabotage and destruction was done in his name. And if you'll forgive me saying so, the exploits of the White Rabbit made the Germans hopping mad. I shall return shortly with Act Three. I've never fancied myself as much of a cook, 
but I can bake a wonderful homemade pie. And my secret is Pet Ritz frozen pie shells. I found them one day in my grocer's freezer, and I've been baking pies ever since. I just fill a pie shell with fruit and pop it in the oven. My friends can't figure out how I can be such an average cook and bake such wonderful pies. But Pet Ritz pie shells make it easy. All you do is fill and bake with Pet Ritz frozen pie shells. If you're having trouble finding a perfect gift for a homeowner, True Value Hardware Stores offer an open and shut solution. Hi, Pat Summerall to suggest you give a Genie automatic garage door opener so that special person can open and shut a heavy garage door and turn lights on and off at just the touch of a button. Then the driver and passengers can enter or leave the garage in any weather in the comfort and safety of the car. You'll find Genie Automatic Garage Door Openers at participating True Value Hardware Stores and Home Centers and tell them Pat Summerall sent you. Homeowners, businessmen, apartment dwellers, the crime rate in Chicago and the surrounding communities is on the rise. And if you've been burglarized or have a fear of being burglarized, vandalized, or even worse, and you want affordable positive protection for your loved ones and your valuable possessions, Crime Buster urges you to call 228-0900 right now. Learn about the Crime Buster, an affordable new electronic security system that detects the sounds of breaking and entering at all points of entry. The Crime Buster works before, not after the crime has been committed. It sets off flashing lights and a powerful electronic siren which frightens the criminal away before he can commit the crime. Plus, the Crime Buster unit can be equipped to signal an operator to call the police. Unlike other security systems, Crime Buster requires no costly wiring or installation. For a free informative descriptive brochure, call 228-0900 today. Operators are on duty 24 hours a day at 228-0900. You call Crime Busters today at 228-0900 to have that extra peace of mind. job to do. It involves a selfless 24-hour dedication, whether you are a tank gunner, infantryman, a marine, or a flyer. There is also friendship born of mutual respect and the sharing of peril. When your comrade at arms is in danger, you jump at the chance to rescue him. This is what has returned Wing Commander Forrest Thomas to Paris, where at this moment, he awaits his contact in the passing station of the French subway, known as the Metro. Pardon. Is this the right train for the Etoile? Yes, but you'll have to wait. How long? Who knows? With the Germans in charge, it's a miracle the subway runs at all. Are you Robert? Are you Thomas? Yes, I am. An honor to meet you. Where can we talk? On this train. I'll open the doors. I take the metro whenever I can. It's the safest way to guide those who need me. And one can talk and not be overheard. And not arouse suspicions. Ah, I was told you wish to get someone out of the prison and to rent. Yes. You've, uh... Heard of Commander Passy? Ah, I listened to his broadcasts from London. But he's the one. Do you know the area? I remember it as a boy, but not well enough. How well, you must survey all the surrounding streets and then the prison buildings itself. We can get there by taking this material line, change at Chalet, and get off at the Rennes station. Good. I must know every escape route so that there's no slip-up once I get him out of his cell. I 
have a locksmith who can help. Good. Now, I need clothes. A wig and woman's clothing. Uh, tell me, when are visiting days at the prison? The first Sunday of every month. Yes, that gives us uh, nine days. The woman's clothing and the wig? Well, this is what I've been thinking. Uh, I dress as a guard. A prison guard. I can get you that outfit easily. Now, on visiting day, I, I, I go to the cell. Commander Passy puts on the wig and the woman's dress. He leaves his clothes lying in the corner. And we leave. If we meet anyone on the way out, I tell them that this is the prisoner's wife who has just been to visit. We walk out in plain daylight. Now, when can we begin our reconnaissance? Tomorrow morning. The first metro train leaves the Etoile at 6. It arrives at the Passy station at 6.10. Don't, don't get off. Don't look at me. I will get off. Robert, are you being followed? One never knows. One must know. Prisoner and I must leave France without a hitch. Uh, to return to your touch. Oh, what makes you say that? Uh, I think I know who you are. Uh, whatever you think, Robert. Let me assure you, the exploits of secret agents are greatly exaggerated. There are a hundred men doing exactly the same job as I am. Uh, perhaps. But there is only one white rabbit. don't see anyone else on this platform. Come here. Is something the matter? That's what we are going to find out. Take hold of him. Oh, what is this? I have all my papers. I am tired of looking at forged identity papers. Wait. I want to see who gets off this metro. But my papers are all in order. No one's getting out. Take the man up to the street. Don't help, man. I can't walk. I can't walk. You don't have to pull me up that stairs. Let him walk. Oh. I demand to know on what grounds you're treating a private citizen in such a manner. You can demand all you like, but we have a few questions to demand of you. What do you do for a living? Are there? Who are these people we see you talking to? Why are they giving you money folded over? Take him to the car. Yes, sir. Well, you don't Come have out. to drag me. Let me walk. Why don't you look at my papers? You have the wrong man. Sit him down on the pavement, his back to the car. Yes, sir. Open the car door and hold his right hand against the opening. Robert, who were you going to meet this morning downstairs in the Passy metro station? I wasn't going to meet anyone. I, I was waiting for the first train to arrive. You're not in the habit of taking a six o'clock train from Passy. Hold the prisoner tight. Yes, sir. His hand in the car door. Robert, I ask you once more, who are you planning to meet this morning? No one. No one, I swear to you. Slam the door closed. Unfortunate news. Hmm? The Gestapo picked up Robert, our Paris guide, and broke him. That led them to Thomas. They arrested Thomas? Yes. We just had word from our Dutch agent. That is bad news. But he's been imprisoned before. Well, you don't seem too upset. I give Thomas one month, six weeks on the outside. You have great faith in his ability to escape. To us, Winston, he may be a runaway rabbit, but to the Germans... He is a slippery eel. Well, it depends on how much they know and how much they need to know. Nazi torture has a way of loosening the tongue. My information is 
They're taking him to Buchenwald. And that is not good news. Mob divider and machine guns won't stop you. Well, I hope your rights are. To lose two valuable men and a guide to make your French resistance into a fighting unit is a high price to pay. to escape from here. From Buchenwald? Yes, uh, since you came a year ago. <laughs> Why do you talk escape? They would let you out of here if you told them what they want to know immediately. Abraham, you don't believe that. They take me out like clockwork every morning. Uh, I tell them a little story which they don't believe. It gives me time. They want names of places and people. Which they won't get from me, not ever. Huh? You have more courage than I have. I have a plan. Do you have any special friends in the camp who would escape with me? There is no one in Buchenwald who would not like to escape. But would they risk everything? Do you mean would they risk their lives? Yes. Well, it's always the same. If they are caught, a quicker death is preferable to this slow death. Yes, there are those who would risk everything. Then I will find the way. Thomas. Yes, Abraham. Do you remember last week? You asked how many would escape with us if you found the way? There are only a few. It doesn't matter. Well, there are none. Ah, only I. I will go with you. You tell me how. And when? We will wait no longer. We'll do it today. Today? Now? When we get to the forest to cut the wood. But I have brought nothing with me. All you need is your feet. Huh? What is your plan? Well, we start to chop wood. And when I give the signal, you do what I do. What is that? Run. Follow me. How do you know which way? Behind us are the smokestacks of the crematoriums. Now, we will run in the opposite direction. The guards will shoot us right away. They won't see us. I'll arrange for our friends to stand close together to hide our escape. Ah, Commander Forrest Thomas. You're not a prisoner, Colonel? We are old acquaintances. We met in Paris a long time ago. The wing commander is always trying to run away from us, and we are always getting him back. Catching him like a rabbit in a trap. Not so, Mr. Thomas. Oh, please go on, Colonel. I intend to. This time you tried to escape from the firewood detail, and I am informed this time many of your friends were killed. One of them we did not shoot. A Jew. His name is Abraham. We have not found him yet, but the men with the dogs will find him. What do you want? I was sent here to Buchenwald especially to talk to you, Mr. Rabbit. I have told everything I know about the French resistance. I doubt that. We learned a great deal more from a farmer, a friend of yours. So I had him brought here to convince you that you are playing a losing game. Cooperate and you are free. Fair enough. Bring in Mr. Thomas's friend. You won't help us. Leave the body there. Who 
said. I don't recognize him. His face is somewhat unrecognizable. You don't know him? Uh, it isn't... Oh, oh, no. Oh, yes, it is. Moraz. He lived near Lyon in a farmhouse. Do you remember? He owned the receiving and sending wireless. Now, do you know him? Speak when you are spoken to. It is Farmer Gabriel. Let me warn you, Thomas. The way Gabriel looks now is the way you will look unless you change your mind and tell us what we wish to know. The name of every underground leader. The name of every member of each unit. The name of each town where they are located. The street and the house number. Did you hear what I said? Colonel, I will tell you something. Ah. That is a sensible attitude. That is wise. Now, what do you wish to tell me, Colonel? You can go to blazes. Don't take shelter. Glad you made it back, Thomas. I just got in yesterday, Mr. Churchill. I asked you to come along with me to our radio studio so I could use every moment to start thinking about your next assignment. I still would like to go back and get Pierre Rassoulet out of prison. Well, he may not be there after all this time, but uh, we'll talk about him in a moment. Now, that is the limit. I am told to be in Studio A at 7 p.m. We arrive here, and there's an on-the-air sign over the door. We'd better wait, and it had better not be long. The on-the-air sign has gone off, sir. Pierre... I knew you were back in London, Thomas. Good to see you. <coughs> Mr. Prime Minister, good evening. Thomas, I was just this moment talking about you. You were? To whom? Anyone who might be listening to the BBC shortwave. About me? Well, why would you do that? Because I gave him orders to. A message for all your friends across the channel. Le Lapin Blanc et Rentier au Clapier. The White Rabbit has returned to his hut. Until the war ended, Wing Commander Forrest Thomas, the White Rabbit, left his hut many times, parachuting into occupied territory, stealing into a foreign house where British intelligence archives had been concealed, and removing them under the noses of the Gestapo. And... Countless other exploits. After the war, Thomas lived for another 19 years. On February 26, 1964, the White Rabbit returned to his final hutch, leaving behind him thousands of inspired and grateful men and women. I shall return shortly. Hello, my name's Victor Kayam. I was a dedicated blade shaver until my wife bought me a Remington Microscreen Shaver. They told her it shaved as close as a blade if she could return it with the sales slip within 30 days and get her money back. Remington has two microscreens. The first microscreen shaves incredibly close. The second microscreen shaves even closer. I was so impressed, I bought the company. The Remington Microscreen shaves as close as a blade or I'll give you your money back. Available at all Kmart stores. Taking a laxative? Yeah, traveling throws my system off. But so can a laxative. Not Metamucil. That's Metamucil? Metamucil Instant Mix in a little packet. Oh. Easy to take along. And easy on your system. 
Because Metamucil is made from natural fiber with no chemical stimulants, more doctors recommend Metamucil for really gentle relief. Mmm, I like that orange flavor. Mm -hmm, me too. Easy to take. If not nature, Metamucil. Read label and follow directions. Listen to what happened to Brenda, another reader, or is it victim of Ravenhouse paperback mysteries? I was at the carnival with my boyfriend, Greg, when I saw the murderer. He was on the carousel going round and round on a pink horse. I said, Greg, that's him. He killed Marsha. The killer heard me and took off into the house of mirrors. I left Greg standing there and chased after him. Oh, it was frightening. Everywhere I looked, there he was. Tall, short, fat, thin. Raven House Mysteries. Which one will claim you? As its victim. Well, I had to apologize. Imagine, I had him confused with a character in my Ravenhouse mystery. Ravenhouse publishes new mysteries every month. If you're clever enough, you'll find Ravenhouse mysteries wherever paperbacks are sold. <laughs> Filtration of the enemy. Fifth column activities. All date back thousands of years to an Egyptian captain who smuggled 200 heavily armed soldiers sewn into flour sacks and had them delivered to an enemy city. It dates back to Greeks hidden in a wooden horse presented to Troy. The secret agent has a long and gallant history and often a short and lonely life. Failure is answered by death. Success is honored and sometimes recalled, as we have today in our tales of the White Rabbit. Our cast included Norman Rose, Earl Hammond, Louis Turenne, and Lloyd Batista. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Raven House Paperback Mysteries. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant This is your Chicago Bears station, Sports Radio 78, WBBM Chicago.